So this particular recording is both really exciting and really frustrating because it's the first episode and we had an absolute blast. It was so much fun. And at the same time, the audio was totally jacked up for this episode, for the recording of it. Luckily, I guess, the mic that I was using, which was just like a little earbud mic that you'd use on a phone or something like that, is terrible. So I wasn't recording the audio track for the players correctly. It didn't save into the uh, OBS file that I was using. But the mic was so bad and the headset was so bad that I could, you can kind of hear them through my earbud in the mic that I was using. So you can kind of hear them on my audio track. So I have painstakingly gone through and tried to amplify that audio. So this is ugly. I will concede this ugly. It gets better in in the later episodes, and I just want to be able to hear what want people to be able to hear what what everybody's saying. So we had had a great start on episode zero. We screwed up episode one. Episode two gets weird in a different way. Three, eventually we sort our crap out, and it's all better. But this is what's wrong here. We know it's wrong. It's not going to stay this way, so please don't think that you have to go through this hell every single time. So I apologize for that, but at least you'll be able to hear everybody mostly. And I tried to level out the sound, so you, if you're listening to this on headphones or something, you're not going to get blasted out when it switches back to me and you can hear me. This audio file has unfortunately been compressed within an inch of its life, so the quality is not going to be great. Sorry about that. Hopefully the stuff about the game itself will still be entertaining and fun. So, without further ado, cue the music. Okay, kids, and by that I mean young heroes, we're going to get this party started with... I don't even know what to look at. I'm just totally confused. Um, all right. So, thank you all for all of the awesome stuff that you have been doing uh, with regards to all your characters this week. It's been awesome. So, after the things, the session zero last week, you guys have just been... Honestly, it's astonishing how much forum stuff there is already uh, for this game. And Say that again? Yes, because some of the people wrote up interviews. <laughs> Honestly, that, I mean, some of the stuff you're not seeing because, like, it's being sent to me directly, but Dave, Dave hasn't been that far ahead in terms of contributions compared to uh, other people. And I... It's okay. You you filled out enough. You you gave me lots of useful information, and the Gale family will certain fa- certainly as a result factor heavily into uh, everything that's going on. 
So, what did we? What do we have up here on the desktop? Is this Adam Amari? Oh, I'm looking at this picture up here. This little sketch. Oh, I must have dragged that excess. Sorry. Yeah, I love it. It's a little cape and. Yes, it's a scarf. Well, the scarf, right? The scarf that with the sparks coming off it and stuff. I love it. Yeah, that was a. That's totally. It. There you go. There's Concord. So. Um, it's been about two-ish weeks since the events surrounding your Derby showdown with Hannibal Electric. Kudos to Bill for coming up with that name. Yeah, yeah, little 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 claps. Uh, and we're gonna we're gonna jump into an action sequence in Media Res really quick here. But before we do that, um, I uh, your, your your lovely and loving editorial staff have written each of your characters love letters concerned you, you should be concerned you should absolutely be concerned <laughs> so i think and now dave you'll have to test me on this i'm going to cancel and i'm going to edit this and i'm going to show this to dave and i'm going to say save changes does a thing suddenly pop up on your screen or no dave okay oh there i see it all right should, character love letter quill Yes, it will continue to be. It will be, yeah. The next one I might just make available, visible to everybody. Um, so, what did you do? Uh, what is, what is, I gotta see what Bill's. <laughs> continue. Concerned. <laughs> very, very nice. I love it. I love it. We're starting out early with concern. Yeah. All right. So, actually, I think I'll just. If it's all right with everybody, I'd like to share these just with everybody because they'll be kind of a kick for everybody, I think. So what I will do is I will show to players. Oops. Show to players. Maybe it doesn't want me to. Show to players. Edit. I'll just do it this way. Hang on a second, Dave. I'll be right back. Show to players. Show to everyone. There, now everybody should see it. Dear Jason, it's been several weeks since your confrontation with Hannibal Electric, and as you have carefully so carefully, gotten the Quill Labs AI to analyze the effect Electric's bioelectricity had in your nanites, as well as pursue all of your other responsibilities. Roll plus superior. On a 10 plus, pick two. On a 7 to 9, pick one. On a miss, on a miss, pick one, but some potentially dangerous bit of Quill tech has also gone missing from corporate inventory. What is it? Why is it dangerous? And who do you think might have taken it? Love and kisses, editorial. Go ahead. Uh, by the way, I can... Okay, it's you're in there. That's fine. Don't worry about that. Yeah, should it come up? But I can roll for it too. Seriously, roll for Ghost Girl. I, I... It's okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, okay. Superior. I can hardly wait. Oh dear. That actually, that it actually says "Oh dear" next to the two, doesn't it? it? Actually, does say "Oh dear." If I remember correctly, I actually went into the code for this page and changed the result so it said "Oh dear" next to it. On a miss. Pick one, but some potentially dangerous bit of quill tech has gone missing from corporate inventory. What is it? Why is it dangerous? And who do you think might have taken it? But you also get to select one of the three options above. The AI research revealed some potentially useful applications for overcharging your nanites after you got shocked with the bioelectricity. You, or you managed at Ms. Joseph's urging to shore up your standing with the trustees of the Quill Foundation. Or your investigations, a.k.a. Cron Strong and his Mountain.exe, an automated search program you hacked together indicates Alicia Chin is back in Hel- in Halcyon City. So pick one of those and also answer those questions. We're not going to wait. 
we're just going to, while you ponder the ramifications of your love letter, um, and in fact, I, what I will do, Dave, is I'm going to add that you can edit this. Uh, so after the love letter, like put in a hard, a hard break or something like that and, and write in what you end up doing and questions and stuff. So I have it for, you should be able to edit now. You may need to close it and reopen it or something, but you should be able to edit it now. Okay. So that's love letter number one. Going in alphabetical order here. Uh, yeah, look at that. Uh, you know what? Yeah, I think you do. I, I, I think I should. I, I, I think you should mark potential. By all means, mark potential. Because that was, I mean, really well done starting out the mask game with a flat out two. To be fair, some of you guys are not rolling on your strongest stats. That, that is true. That was not my stat. For example, Concord. No, wait. Yeah, Concord. All right. Dear Conk. Oh, I forgot to... Oh, it should be a little break there. I forgot I forgot one of my line breaks. Mike, go ahead and give it to me. Dear Conk, it's been several Some heroes took you and some of that fancy horse race. Since then, Mom and Dad have been a little less freaked out, especially since the game connection. Roll Monday. <laughs> on a 10-plus pick two, on a 7-9 pick one... On a miss, pick one, but all this super hearing has left your little sister really out of sorts. Uh, let's see. On a 17 pick one, let's see. How is it totally awesome? And what did you know your folks wouldn't like? Or, you've been unexpectedly scheduled for a public appearance by the Gales, but got a little coaching how to handle it again by the Gales. What maybe useful advice did they give you before you tuned them out? And finally... You've been having scary dreams, but they're starting to make a little more sense. It feels like the Concordance wants an agent here on Earth for a reason. What dream images can you remember that hint at that purpose? So you go ahead and you go ahead and ponder that, and, and good job not rolling uh, two. Uh, I although I did I did like uh, that you know on a miss pick one, but all this superhero left your sister out of sorts. Your parents aren't saying it's your fault because she misses you. But they aren't not saying it really clearly. Tell us what super responsibility you neglect to spend some time with her, and what do you do with the borrowed time? But luckily, you dodged that bullet. I think I might still have that as follow in some other role, though, because I mean, really, that's just that—that's—that's that's the gift that keeps on giving. That particular one. I'm gonna—I I have to read this one for for Harry, though, because. Are you ready, Mercury? Sure. Here we go, dear Mercury. It's been two. Oh, I forgot the little sign-off, though, for Concord, which was... Oh, it actually, I didn't save it right in here. It should have been um, Cosmic Cuddles editorial. Oh, uh, This one, uh, Dear Mercury, it's been two weeks since that fight with the Hannibal Electric and the way your folks are acting. You'd think they'd, you'd won the lottery and gotten accepted at MIT on the same day. You used to help them helping out with your life, but now it looks like they've got a whole new batch of kids your age to quote-unquote coach. The team's not going to know what hit them. Roll Savior on a 10-plus pick two on a 7-9 pick one. Your options. Uncle Chase mentioned Hyena was very impressed with the team up against Electric at the family dinner. Mom and Dad were not pleased, but you snagged your uncle later and let him know that you really wanted to meet her. Your family, and by extension the HHL, is asking a lot of questions about Link. What piece of information about Link did you intercept before your family saw it? And finally, you thought your family made a big deal of your heroic destiny, but Adam has caused more closed-door meetings in two weeks than the first time Transcendent went evil and took over the moon. 
On a miss, pick one, but you totally pulled parent aggro. Editorial will tell you what they guilted you into during your make during, to, guilted you into doing to make up for your meddling. High speed hugs and kisses. Editorial. Harry's actually good at savior though. Oh my god, he's really good at savior. Look at that. So you you pick two of your options. Uh, read the full thing because you have questions to answer. Um, I will also change this thing so you can edit it and put notes down after the letter part. Uh, Catherine. There we go. There's Mercury. Save changes. So you should be able to edit that as well. I forgot to do that for Mike. I will do that for Mike. For Concord. Edit. And Mike can do that. Save changes. So Mike, you should be able to edit that to make any answers to any questions. And finally, everyone's favorite robotic expert. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't write. My my daughter was very upset because I was sharing these with her, and she all she wanted to hear was Ghost Girl stuff, and I didn't write one for her because she's not here tonight. Uh, she will get one. Link. It's been like how I don't do a dear link for you. Link. It's been it's been several weeks since your confrontation with Hannibal Electric, and you've been preparing yourself as well as you can for the new public heroics that you won't admit you're looking forward to. Roll freak. On a 10 or higher, pick two. Seven to nine, pick one. Quill's nanites are pretty wicked tech. Numa says he's told people in interviews that he doesn't really understand them, obviously lying to throw off his enemies. You've run some theoretical models. In what ways would these nanites enhance your tech or... And in what or in what ways are sorry and in what ways are they dangerous to your tech? Uh, option two: Agent Waters got in touch after the thing with that asshole Electric. You couldn't tell if Aegis was happy about what happened or pissed, or maybe they were pissed and Waters was happy. Uh, finally, you and Numa managed to corner and interrogate a D-list thug who was armed with one of your dad's weapons. What unexpected thing did they reveal to you about the source? And why was Numa upset after the encounter? On a miss, pick one. But your tech made the news before you were ready. Someone recognized you from the derby footage and now knows who, what, or where you are. Who was it? Who besides you does that put at risk? And how long do you think you have until the cape hits the jet intake? Hugs and kisses, editorial. Did that similarly work? I wanted to go with shit hits the fan, but cape hits the jet intake was just so much better. <laughs> uh, oh, Leo. Well, that's good because... Uh, Potential! I know, I, I know in advance what my answers will be. I could just do you now if that's okay. <laughs> Google Plus. Oh, you see, I I saw you plused one of the things. I'm like, well, uh, Bill has already prepped for this by the time he gets here. So you can pick one of the options up above, and you can also uh, do the thing. You also need to do the thing down at the bottom. What do you? What, what are your answers? So which ones do you pick? Uh, so I'm going to answer um, Agent Water. Oh, okay. So what piece of advice or clue did he share? Um, I'm going to say there's a couple things. One, that Aegis was apparently present at the Derby because Hannibal Electric was there to stir up chaos while another villain did a real kid. Uh-huh. Either, either Waters doesn't know or whatever. But just like there was someone else there. Watch out. I'm sorry. Um, he, he has a... He has an... Uh, Link has an Aegis handler. Um, and right, 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 right. Waters left in a left a hint that uh, Aegis was on site because while Electric was there and active, there was another entity there taking advantage of the Sone Chaos to pull off the real thing, whatever the real thing was. And so Aegis is half, pre- I guess they're half pissed and half impressed. 
because the thing happened, but also the other thing happened. Actually, it might go well with. Well, there you go. Uh, bit. I just saved. Scroll down, maybe. Did you did you hit save? Maybe I hit. Yeah, maybe. Uh, what was your? Oh, so that was your option in the middle. Uh, what was the? So in the miss, your tech made the news, but you weren't before you were ready. Someone recognized you. Who? Who was it? Who besides you does this put at risk? And how long do you think you have until the cape hits the gen intake? Uh, so I don't know who it was. It was the actual villain uh, undertaking the actual caper. Oh, okay. I can tell you what they saw. Uh, they saw at the car show uh, a bunch of kids hanging out with these cars. But they happened to see that car take off. And be- oh, I see. One of these house kids wearing the varsity jackets. <laughs> One of the heroes. They just don't know. Okay. It's at risk. Everybody. Oh, I love my players so much. Uh, how long do we have? Um, it's probably going to take like several weeks to trace and trail all the kids, uh, depending on this villain's work. So it could be. Okay. I love it. Love it so much. Good stuff. I, I feel like I should be taking down these notes, but uh, okay. So that's good. All right. So what put it put at risk? Varsity players at Helsinki on high. I love it. All righty. So do, do, do. Anybody else? Anybody else ready? Uh, I am Concord. Concord, what you got for me? Ah, so I chose... Oh, you lined them out. Look at you look, being all efficient. So I chose... There was an unexpectedly scheduled... Or unexpectedly scheduled player. I imagine he talked to the press. The game was kind of like... Um, so what I want... Wait, wait for a second. What I want you to do is tell me what the advice was because that, that thing has not happened yet. Oh, okay. So... You do. Don't tell everybody. <laughs> no matter what. Um, all that kind of stuff. Okay. All right. So. They, pr- they actually told you a bunch of other stuff. They basically had a bunch of if-then contingency statements for, like, every possible weird thing that could happen in a, in a television interview. Uh, but you tuned them out uh, before it all just turned into Charlie Brown, like, adult trombones. Yeah. <laughs> Like remarkably quickly, or maybe not that remarkably quickly. All things considered. No, it's remarkably quickly. <laughs> uh, he is thirteen and three four. All right. All righty. So we've got that. We don't need this right now. I don't think. Maybe I do. And I want that. I'm just pulling some stuff out here that I need. All right. Okay. I did hit save changes. Hang on. I'm looking. Wait, I'm looking at... What am I looking at? Do, do, do. Uh, it's right there. Yeah, I can see. Really? Okay. My search route. Do you have to scroll? I'm not seeing the change. Expand the... This is... Are, are you looking at yourself or are you looking at the love letter? I'm looking at the love letter. All right. My search routine determines that Alicia definitely is back in town. Rumor is that she is associated with Hannibal Electric. Either as part of his attack or perhaps breaking him out. Which would explain those low-level EM pulses detected near Free Scott Prison, where Electric is, to... Which he could, which he could detect, I should have added, which is why they potentially oh, break him. Ah, I see. Which, damn it, might be because someone, almost certainly Alicia, has stolen an EM pulser that Dr. Quill invented a prototype of, which can create all sorts of subtle pulses, or if turned to a 12, could black out the whole city. Love it. I can see it. I don't know exactly why you can't. Yeah, that's... That's just darn weird. Why? But I can see it, and I see your answers. 
And uh, that is very interesting. That is very, very interesting. I don't know if she was the one that was at the thing, but okay, I, I'm very interested in why Alicia would find him useful. But actually, if you take him and combine him with the EM pulse gun, oh my goodness gracious, that would be bad. Well, it's also possible if, if I was following... Talk about somebody who could turn this... Links uh, properly. If there was some indication that... The, the, the thing at the Derby was a, if not a distraction, taken advantage of as a distraction for somebody who was doing something at the Derby that was not having to do with just, ah, okay. yes. So I don't know if that answers your question or not, but that's what's going on. It does. Do, do, do. Oh, I'm picking on the wrong person here. And we have that answered from Concord. And Mercury, what do you think? You had you had several things to pick. later. What's that? Reply hazy. later. Okay. You keep you let me know when you're ready. All right. So uh, thank you for participating in Lovers. Uh Bill, I'm assuming you marked potential. Yes, I did. Oh, good. Well, there you go. You guys are one fifth of the way to an advance already. We haven't even you know. Uh, just so you guys know, there's a little mark right above my little icon there that's got a number one in it. That's your total, total t- current total of points in the team pool. Um, it indicates sort of it, it, it indicates sort of the strength of the team bond currently. I can't remember if it resets at the end of the game. I don't know if it does or not. I can't remember. It doesn't really matter. I don't think it does. Um, it's really, really useful. I love the mechanic for it because you don't have to do it. If you want to help in a situation, you don't have to roll any dice and hope that you roll well enough for your help to be helpful. You just spend a point out of the team pool and describe how you're helping, and the helping helps by giving them a plus one. Um, I think the total number of points cannot get the total bonus to the roll up above a plus four. But other than that, you could have, like, an, everybody on the team could chip in and all help one person to roll, and four people could give a guy a plus four on the whatever, theoretically. If he didn't have any other bonuses whatsoever, could still get up to a plus four with, like, four other people helping. Assuming that there's a way for them to help. They can't help if they're, you know, across the city on the other side of the world, whatever. Uh, there isn't any logical way for them to help. But if they can help, they can help. Which ironically makes uh, Link pretty good at helping since he's got extra. Many hands make easy helping. Um, so, there's any other last minute stuff? Are we ready? Are we ready to to, to move into the uh, the action sequence? Not done yet. All right, we'll give you a minute. Uh, I'm gonna run down and grab a soda real quick. Actually, it's probably not helping. I'm just gonna go out on the limb and say it's probably not. Not helping. <laughs> I'm going to say not helping, and she's the one person in the game who can throw shit at you. So, uh, okay. I'll be right back, and then we'll we'll hop in. All right. Um, working my way around the table while Catherine puts her, puts her thoughts together. Um, Dave, um, after great and lengthy consideration, your... Your 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 foundation's advisor. What was her name? Not Jenkins. Jens- Joseph. I knew it was a J name. Um, you had gotten word that there was a new challenge for the team, and after some deliberation, which wasn't necessarily welcome, but or at least not openly welcome, uh, Joseph's actually recommended that you undertake this new challenge. She thought um, 
doing something like this with the team would be, it might be dangerous. It, it definitely carried some risk, but she thought she encouraged you to get in touch with the rest of the team and coordinate your strategies for this, for this new challenge. Uh, and in fact, made the resources of the, of, of the foundation available to a certain degree, to a certain limited degree, in case there was anything that you needed, certainly, please ask, that sort of thing. Um, a great first step in this, this undertaking that you seem bound and determined to take. So you have, I'm being deliberately vague here, you have a daunting and challenging uh, uh, team challenge coming up here with uh, the uh, um, with a, a lot of trepidation in your heart about it. Do you reach out to anybody else in the team, or simply you know meet up at the preordained location and hope for the best? And if so, who do you reach out to? Uh, what sort of preparation, that sort of thing, coordination? Maneuver, so, maneuver sevens. That's right. Right, and I realize you. I am being deliberately vague because it'll be funny. Deliberately vague. Um, I, it's the alternative that I just say, "Hey, everybody, let's meet up at." You could simply say, "Well, wherever, wherever it is, reaching out to someone." The the location has been delivered unto you. Um, so that's a you you could basically what you would be indicating basically is I'll be there. You know, like you're you're you know. Um, or actually going further to say, I'll be there, and if you guys are coming, we should totally like compare notes and make sure that we don't make you know fools of ourselves. I'm absolutely to the latter. I'm going to just say, hey everybody, or I'm not going to just say, hey everybody, be at point X without any preparation. Okay. Who do you? Who do you? I, out of curiosity, I'm going to ask this of uh, uh, Link. Who did you get that text message from that you wrote in that one? Thing like in your head, who was it? In my head, I have an answer, but um, I was just curious who you thought was texting you. I left it deliberately vague. So it could have been honesty. Uh, if you need a default, I would quill. Because to me, it felt like Concord, like the kind of thing that Concord. And it is. But but I got I got like if Mike would have sent the, you. Do you know which message I'm I'm talking about, Mike? Not off top of my head. All right, so he got a text message. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's over in the the uh, uh, forum. It was like an an in character thread for like how old is everybody? And I don't need that one. Oh, that text. Yeah. Oh, Jason probably has much much less speeds. Yeah, that's what that's mostly what struck me was is, is Jason doesn't really talk like that, but it totally looked like it was up the alley of like it looked to me like the kind of text messages that a kid would send when he's not near adults. And he's like really kind of feeling his oats. So it's like, in my mind, Concord is sending this text while him and Harry are hanging out and nobody's watching. When he's trying to look cool. Yeah. So he's like, I'm, dude, I'm going to text links. Your folks said they've got a contact number or something. I'm going to totally text him. Like, dude, don't text him. No, I'm going to text him. Check it out. <laughs> like, that's, that's how I see that whole conversation going. Anyway. Um. Oh, that doesn't, that isn't what I want to have it. That doesn't matter. I'll do it this other way. Dun, dun, dun. All right. Got that. Um, so you, I mean, I don't, how much, I got this is a sort of a question for the group. How much communication have you guys really been in in the last couple of weeks? 
I mean, Harry and Harry and uh, and and Al, sorry, Adam have been um, talking, have been in contact and stuff like that. But how much have the rest of you guys really been in in touch? Have you actually met face to face or anything like that? Well, you know, suggested it. In fact, said, "Hey, you know, we, I've got this big event going, get together." chat but i don't know that anybody's come up on that and i can yeah i'll send some text messages back and forth. i don't get the sense that, that we were necessarily that yeah so, it's been talked about we're teenage boys yeah i mean the first question would have been do you have like an xbox or a ps4 i've got this thing my dad was prototyping <laughs> it's, it runs everything it runs everything and some other stuff it's actually not supposed to be able to run um I, I, I have worried sometimes when I'm doing first person shooters that I'm actually shooting things somewhere, so I don't play it anymore. <laughs> well, there you go. That's all you need to get Harry and probably also uh, Adam there. Any first person shooter that that's realistic is where that. What about Link? I got a car. You, you, right. I, my question is how in. I know, I know. I, I know, but yeah, of course you got a car. Of course, that's the important thing. You gotta turn this to a competition. I, t- I got a, I got a dent, I got a den, dude. I got a car that turns into a robot. Yeah, we can't really fit inside of that chat. <laughs> Wait until he. It's a lot more comfortable. It's a lot more comfortable. To which I can only reply. Link will probably hang out because, like, a lot of stuff went down. He's concerned. He's gonna be on this front of yeah. I just gotta make sure that. Okay, so framed up in the comic, we're, we're looking at this as comic readers. Okay. So there's frames. People are lounging around. Is is are any of your is Numa? Otto probably wouldn't fit in too easily inside, although he would love to play the video game. Is Numa there, or would you leave them kind of out of this? Because it's you haven't really figured out a good way of getting hold of Ghost Girl yet. Um, how do you text her? I mean, she doesn't have stuff, so that she's she's been some research throwing into that. I'm gonna go get chalk and candles going. There, there may be some research necessary there, but. Um, so what we're seeing, and and we can assume, we'll, we'll get to that in a second. Wait, I want to see what Mercury stuff is. Uh, oh, wait, I opened up the wrong thing. Do, do, do. Your family and by extension HL is asking a lot of questions about Link, the guy in the cool power suit. What piece of information about Link did you intercept before your family saw it? I managed to hide his connection to Aegis, as that would allow them to get a lot more information about him. Okay, so, but you know, but your family doesn't. Cool. You thought your family made a big deal out of your heroic destiny, but Adam Concord has caused more closed-door meetings in two weeks than the first time Transcendent went evil and took over the moon. Uh, Transcendent, you can throw him in there as a, like, Superman slash Captain Marvel analog. Um, probably more Captain Marvel, but... Uh, went evil and took over... What did you say to your parents that I actually got them to back off the kid a little? I pulled a distraction maneuver by mentioning that Concord's parents must be shocked by their son's newfound fame. This caused them to pounce upon the Amaris. Afterwards, I quickly ushered him away, saying that we were going to train. I felt a little bad for his parents, but also the poor guy's eyes glazed over, and I knew I had to act quickly before his mind shut down. Lovely. And you didn't pull aggro, so go you. Pull parent aggro. A constant worry in the Gale household. Did I get this wrong, or does, does Harry have a little sister? No. I thought there was a legacy question of, like, who... Didn't the leg... I thought the legacy had a question for, like... Who do you think is going to be the next legacy after you? I chose not that one. Oh, you chose not to answer that one? That's fair. Yeah. 
Because I would just love to have like a little eight-year-old sister who's like not doesn't actually have any speed powers, but still manages to tire you out. <laughs> no. No, you don't want that. Sounds adorable. No, She's... because then parents constantly. Yeah, that's fair. You gotta have somebody to protect. Anyway, um, okay. So we got all that together. So what we see in the in the to get back to this, what we see in the comic panels are you guys kind of lounging around. Link's probably purposely putting his feet up on the coffee table where he's not supposed to put it. Um, uh, yeah. <laughs> so she's kind of in the back. You know, Harry and Harry and and uh, Adam are you know a lot of lot of two player. I mean, it goes really weird. Like they they go back and like back and forth between between playing like hyper-realistic, like, VR first-person shooters to, like, uh, like, circa 1984 Commando. Is it Commando? Like, the old, like, uh, I can't, I I can't remember what even the name of the, uh, Contra. That's what it is. Like, old, like, like old, uh, like old, you know, circa 1980s Contra. And with the same amount of enthusiasm, it doesn't seem to even delay things very much. So, all of you guys are kind of sitting around, and you're in the process of doing this, talking about this big challenge slash fight that you've got coming up, like mostly debating the tactical specifics, like who's going to be the lead on the thing, who's handling, who's, who's handling like, like free safety kind of like triage stuff, um, that kind of thing in the situation. So we are led as readers to believe that they're planning some sort of assault, but in a very desultory kind of, hanging off the edges of the furniture kind of way. Because as somebody pointed out to me, everybody, every human being basically plays parkour with their furniture until they're like 25. Yeah, Jason probably is made up on the coffee table. He doesn't say that would be the same thing. But it's okay when he does it, his coffee table. And he's been nagged about his... And honestly, the first time you started to say it, you got like two words into it and literally heard your dad saying it. Like it sounded like him. And you just like threw yourself into a massive coughing fit to cover it up. um so uh what kind of like what kind of things are you guys saying or suggesting or shouting out from the from the video game couch or something with regards to um you know this kind of thing the experienced people in this in in this particular situation are from the group's perspective jason and harry well we probably need to lock the primary target down with someone that can go toe-to-toe with uh, that's probably and I can I can play back up that Mercury scouting around and tackling the Mer- Mercury jump in on this because you have some doubts about Link's ability to actually handle the main the main antagonist like head-to-head this particular antagonist might be he might not be ready for this I mean, Concord could also go toe-toe. True. I was thinking if uh, if if an opening showed up, he could definitely could definitely take him out. I just don't know yet how much can take. You know, I, I don't want to don't want to push far. Well, also, Harry, you can just move so fast to kind of keep them from actually being able to land any hits. If you're if you're willing to volunteer yourself, is uh... well, yeah. I mean, once Harry starts like hyping him up, yeah. oh, hyping up Concord. Yeah, it's like he's not gonna like put himself out there and be like, "Oh yeah, no, I can." Well, it'll just be more of like, "No, I'm okay with." Oh yeah, that's great. Well, I need and 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 I'll just, if you don't mind, I'll add. I mean, I've been getting training from the Gales. Like it should be like and Harry, but yeah, yeah, and I gotta bleed off some power anyway. So uh, 
Barry's kind of been helping me. I kind of have to this thing in, and he's like tugging at the scarf when a tiny little piece of cloth got wrapped. Still kind of sparking a little bit here and there, but um, a little bit. So if if, if he, go ahead. No, you you do your thing. I was just gonna say, you know, I, if if you think that you could maybe you know knock him down quickly enough, I mean, then maybe Link Link and I could back you up on that, and Mercury as you know as the floater to deal with anything untoward that happened or uh, if another threat joined. If you guys can keep up, that's fine. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> I think I think I think we could probably uh, go faster. Situation, but you certainly got the most flexibility. The unexpected. Okay, all right. I just, I just writing up a quick thing. I realized I needed, I needed to get the villain's monologue ready. Didn't get the villain's monologue ready. So, like, okay. And right about then, you get like one of those little pings saying, uh, "Well, uh, it kind of comes over the like intercom or something like like Jason. If you're go, actually no, the the TV screen switches right in the middle of the game. Switches to like a a, a video conference." Interface with um, Miss uh, jo- Miss jo- Johnson jo- Josephs. Josephs with uh, Miss Miss Josephs like right in there, um, and she's just looking there. Uh, Jason, if you and the team are going to do this, you're going to have to suit up and head out within the next uh, five to ten minutes. Good luck. Good luck to all of you. Let's, uh, let's do it. The world will be watching. So. Uh, Link, I'm curious about something because I just realized I need to ask this. Um, have you been, are you in your suit? Do you stay? I mean, because you, for you, your identity is kind of a, a deal. I mean, it's, you're, not a, you're not the Janus, so it's not like you're, you're your whole main thing. And you're not entirely sure these guys would even recognize you. But someone like the Gale, might, like the, kid, the Gale kid might. Are you, are you showing up like and just hanging out in the suit a la... Whatever Iron Man Mark Forty Seven or something like that, where he's hanging out on the couch in the armor. Uh, if I feel like I have reservations about these people, well, I, I have. I mean, we've just talked about like the past, uh, but yeah, if we're not sure that. Well, I mean, I think you kind of have to answer that a little bit. I mean, uh, stuff that you Numa's thought is that um, Numa's assessment is that Quill is a private person, so if he's He's not going to randomly start shouting out people's questions just based on the interview stuff that she's seen, uh, research that she's done. The few times he's been in the public eye, he tends to be a fairly private person. So he's probably okay. Uh, Mercury, well, backing up, Concord's young enough that he's not probably going to even recognize who you are. He's not like in the life. Um, and he's enough into the whole superhero thing that if you can trust him with your ID, he's, he's likely to, even if he actually knows what that means... He's probably going to think it's so cool that he's been entrusted with it. He's likely to keep it to himself, except under like maybe torture or something. Um, if, if we're also coming up on a battle like real soon, uh-huh. for that reason. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, in that case, you would have shown up expecting, expecting, you know, people show up. It's like, really? You're just going to hang out in the army? It's like, I'm expecting trouble, which is fine too. Um, which makes it even funnier with your with your feet up on the coffee table. <laughs> it's really kind of amusing to me. I shouldn't find it as funny as I do, but I totally do. All right, so cut to the next action sequence. You guys are gathered up. You've 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 uh, come up on the target. You're currently, you know, waiting for the signal to strike um, in the dark. Uh, you know, and uh, your. Uh, 
contact um, finally gives you the high sign, hands up, three, two, one, and points, and you uh, and, and the the uh, you you step out of the shadows and into the light, prepared for your second battle and possibly the most terrifying ones of your lives. And then we cut to this. Uh, so what we're looking at is a smiling, hopelessly uh, made-up to within an inch of her life uh, television, like, morning show host with, like, coiffed hair and everything, frozen smile. And in the background, instead of a wall or a backdrop, one of those windows that looks out right at street level. <laughs> like the Today Show. Like the Today Show kind of a thing. Um, with people, like, lined up, and they've got signs up and stuff. Um, you know, Tempe, Arizona. Um, love you, Concord. Love, love you, know, that, that kind of stuff. And it, what's that? Oh, <laughs> here and, Dad set this up. and she fixes. Oh God, yes! And she uh, fixes the camera with the smile. And heroes in Halcyon City are, some would say, common, but the city loves welcoming new, fresh faces. And we have four of the newest and freshest faces out there. These four heroes that we have in the studio today. I am Tasha Starr, and I have with us Jason Quill. The mysterious Link Mercury, which is to say the latest, uh, the latest, and some would say greatest member of the world's fastest family. And Concord, you are so adorable. I cannot wait to talk to you. So here we have. I guess the, the we we don't necessarily know. Uh, you know these. We saw them in action uh, a few weeks ago on this same channel's uh, uh, afternoon re- news report, and now we have them here in the studio for live interview to get your questions answered people and she kind of turns around to the window and everyone like she they they get that camera out it cuts to the camera where the cameraman's like outside with the steady cam like taking it along the side of the of the people that are at the cordon so it can kind of rush past everybody um well they're all like waving in and doing all the stuff and waving their signs and everything jason has the most <laughs> fake smile that anybody on the team has seen. But it's one that clearly he's practiced a lot. He's kind of waving to the waving to the studio audience. Good luck. We're all counting on you. Um, go in the headlights. Look. Yeah. And Mike's and suddenly Concord's thinking, I can't take it. I can't take these kind of hits. I'm not meant to be the person who's facing off against the main enemy. I can't do this. <laughs> so, all right. Well, sorry we couldn't get your fifth hero in. We haven't been able to reach Ghost Girl yet. And everyone kind of goes, ooh, you know. Uh, so we just had the four of you. What's that? I said, that's probably when Concord's girl. Actually, what she, what she says is, what she says is the Ghost Girl. The mysterious ghost girl. Everyone's like, ooh. But, you know, in the meantime, we can talk to the four of you. So, who's the best friend so far? <laughs> oh, my God. Is it going to be that? Well, God, Jason finally speaks up. <laughs> the, when the silence has gotten to her. We, we've been just, you know, kind of hanging out some. I mean, we're all there. What? Yeah. What? what it, oh, Training. Training. Oh, so you're getting ready for some action. Uh, um, you know, that, that brings up a great, um, you know, you've been training now with this team. Uh, Jason, Jason Quill, uh, how is 
this team, this new team, different than working with your father and your stepbrother? The smile visible. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was my father and stepbrother that I had been with and grown up with a year. Uh, so there's a lot of difference there, but uh, yeah, these are great, great bunch of guys. Lots of, uh, lots of, of action stuff. Right, and you, I mean, obviously, uh, I'm sorry, what was, I got to cut out of this for a second, what was the name of your show, the the, the animated show? The, the Adventures of Johnny, of uh, Jason Quill, of course. Well, and you, you're used to action adventure, so obviously, you know, a bit of an expert there. Um, uh, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's maybe not quite as, uh, quite as much fun as it looked, looked like on the cartoon, uh, yeah. Right. Um, no, absolutely, well... I mean, what, what could be as much fun as that cartoon? I mean, I know we all grew up watching, uh, you know, Jason growing up. And now, I, are, are you 18 now these days, Jason? Ladies, take note. Uh, uh, still, uh, still 17. And, and just, I, you honestly can't tell if it's the audience or if they actually have a track of women going, ah, which is creepy on so many levels. A lot of... They'll probably draw a, a block. There's some, there's some like older women out in the audience, out in the outside audience, who are like doing the big thumbs down thing and shaking, and some other girls who are dancing around because they're still apparently under eighteen. Um, yeah, you are absolutely in a recent. You know, I know, and she's sort of checking her notes and flipping through, and you get the distinct impression, maybe that she's hadn't really familiar side familiarized herself with some of these notes as much as she might have early. In a, re- in a recent interview, you mentioned your time working with the Six for Science team in Zurich. Uh, why did you leave that team for this one? Well, I was never really part of that. We kind of ran into each other. Uh, actually, wasn't with them in Zurich when that stuff happened. Um, we ran into each other oh. in, in Vienna, actually. Uh, and uh, they're, a, they're a very close... I, I don't... I, I, <laughs> I have to know more about that at some later date. I have to know what what's going on there. Um, uh, you know, I wish them certainly wish them the best of. Them. Oh, oh, oh uh, okay. Turns to uh, she turns kind of slightly. The camera sees her pivot. Link, Link. Any any chance we can get a look at the man inside the armor? Not at this time. How does his voice sound inside? Is it is it? Is it mechanical at all, or is it is it as clear, like relatively clear? Or I don't want it. It's totally modulated. It, you could, you probably could not make him out. It, it's not like he tried real hard to do a lot of disguise. It's just his his system. Sure. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I should have made a Budapest. Yeah. You and I remember Budapest very differently. Um. Did you do okay? I understand. Did you design the armor yourself? You're still, uh, uh, you know, it, uh, you sound about the same age as uh, some of the other uh, heroes here. Uh, did you pick all this up on your own? Are you a second generation genius? Uh, uh, you could say I inherited it, yes, but the structure of the armor is interesting. Now, uh, again, a bit of an aside from the GM are Numa and Otto like, how did you, how did you guys show up? Uh, like outside or, or, or coming in or anything like that. Is, is Otto waiting in a back alley or on the rooftop? Or He's probably waiting there. Numa is probably off stage, just watching, taking notes. Um, you could think of her almost like her, his business manager. Okay.
Okay. I, I shouldn't say this, but honestly, what she reminds me of as much as anything is is sort of mercy, like Lex Luthor, Lex Luthor's mercy from like Young Justice, or really the the Justice League stuff. But the 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 legal assistant who also has a gun arm. Yes. Yeah. I mean, I know it's not exactly right, but it it strikes me somewhat like. Certainly fulfilling. She was mercy from overwatching to come rescue me. Yeah, in this point. Um, well, okay. Uh, and of course, we have Mercury, the, 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 the newest active member of, of Team Gale. Uh, and she, she kind of leans in and she kind of, kind of rests her, her, one of her elbows on, on the arm of the chair. And, and her, her hands kind of come together so she can, so she can rest her chin thoughtfully on her on her hands on her like sort of on her knuckles harry as the member of the team with all due respect to mr quill the the longest lineage of family heroics what is it like knowing that you're going to have to shoulder the weight for this team rather than being surrounded by veteran world saving heroes who who tend to take on that weight for you um it's great this is what i've been for i'm glad to be put my skills to use to help people just like my parents headlines tomorrow morning in the newspapers harry gale claims he will carry all the weight for this team <laughs> which which your mother which your mother and father right like seriously somewhere in somewhere in the city chase right now is rubbing his temples um just like oh kid oh kid um, well, it's great that you're ready to step up. Are you the fastest in your family, Harry? Uh, I'm... <laughs> I love, I love the painful silences. It's so good. No, my father still the fastest. Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. You Remind me what his name is. Uh... Silver, Silver something? Silver Streak? Silver Streak. Ah, uh, the venerable Silver Streak. I shouldn't say venerable. The, the famous Silver Streak. Uh... Still the fastest. Uh, uh, you heard it here first and kind of laugh. I mean, very, very much a fake laugh, an artificial laugh. Uh, well, that's great. And you've been spending, uh, we know, a, a lot of time with Concord. You are just the cute. I want to pinch your cheeks. You are, um, she kind of looks at a couple of her notes and kind of shuffles through a couple of sh- like cards. Um, you're, you're, uh, you're, you're, are you another speedster? You oh I I assume I mean, because you're being mentored by the Gales is that is that correct the to a certain extent uh, by Harry and uh, you say kind of what what are your powers? Um, and he's just like you know just sort of like fidgeting there for a second and he's like what's what's his scarf what's his scarf doing? Oh, it's probably like he's probably like got one hand on it and it's probably like sparking near his hand and it's just like, um, well, uh, I, I can make stuff. So you can you can fabricate, you can just out of your own head just make things up. Yeah, that's that's really very. That's very are you? I, this is a fairly, as I understand it, with the uh, the the superheroes. That, are you are you a flyer? Are you a flyer, Concord? Because I understand that's that's relatively rare power for. For, for many heroes. <laughs> well, it, I mean, in all honesty, I'm looking at you guys. It, it actually kind of is. Um, and he'll, he'll pretty like, you know, as soon as he, she says, yeah, I can fly. Interesting. Uh, force fields? Yeah. Uh, make up anything? Force fields flying? Super strength. A little bit. You know, you know Debbie, it might be better. Yes, Jason. You 
wait for the uh, the bad guys to come. Ah, uh, right, right, right. Of course, I, and we wouldn't want. I mean, so really, Concord, really very. And she kind of turns back. Really, very powerful. You just, uh, you're just a, a, a wild Swiss Army knife, a, a bag of tri- uh, with some of that. What are your weaknesses if you got that that kind of power? <laughs> really, let's just say that out loud, just like under his like. <laughs> Jason, Jason coughs into his. Oh right! Ah, of course, I can't, can't, can't discuss the weaknesses. That would, that would, that would be. Uh, the bad guys might be listening. With our ratings, they probably are. Uh, <laughs> uh, so I, I mean, we couldn't get her into the studio here, but Ghost Girl, you guys had a, you, you all had a chance to work with her. If you, if you had a chance to talk with her. Um, uh, we understand what we've been able to learn is that she's a spirit from the past, from the uh, Revolutionary War. Uh, 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 yes, Jason, you look like you had something there. Uh, no, no. All right, from you know, from back in that uh, far back in the past, and now she's here in the modern world. And uh, what's her least favorite thing about this crazy science fiction reality that she's found herself in? Has she talked about that? Has she run into any of her great-great-grandchildren? Uh, we're doing what we can to help her integrate. <laughs> right, right, right. Integrate, I mean, integration, trying to work within the world and understand all that thing. Uh, a lot of people looking up to you, especially as young heroes. You've got a younger generation. Uh, certainly, a lot of people are going to be more interested in the exploits of Mercury than they are going to be in the Silver Streak, uh, just because closer to the same age, uh, except for... Concord here. Concord, I, don't you think that all the violence that inevitably surrounds superheroes is hard for someone your age to process? Would you say that you're a good role model for other kids your age? Well, you know, She's just kind of like, and she stops. It's like her face just shuts off and waits. It's like it's got a... Debbie? Um, yes, Jason. I'm sorry. We'll get right back to you, Concord. Well, I was just going to say, on, on Concord's behalf, you know, it, 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 sometimes there's some valuable lessons you can learn get to, uh, getting into adventurous young. So uh, I'm sure Concord's going to do a great job. Uh, and we'll certainly all be watching out for him as much as he watches out for us, because that's what it's about. Right? Indeed. And well and well said. Well said. Um, actually, Dave, you know what? This is the second time you've leaped to his defense. And I think I, I feel like I feel like this is a good time for the. It, it, this is a obviously it's a little bit tongue in cheek, but this is a threat. When you when so I think that this is actually triggering a defend move on behalf of uh, uh, especially deer in the headlights Concord here, who's just sort of frozen at the, some of these questions. So I'm looking at the at the move defend. When you defend someone or something from an immediate threat, does that work for you? Uh, sure. All right. Roll savior. <laughs> he wants to roll savior. I've got Jason Quill rolls with savior ten, a full hit. Uh, this is a little bit weird here. Um, does, that, does, does that does my line draw applause from the audience? Um, a lot of a lot of approving nods and a thing for this. These aren't PC threats. These are NPC threats. On a hit, you keep them safe and choose one on. Yeah, is this right? How she does thing. Oh, I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're NPC threats. On a hit, you keep them safe and choose one. Uh, and then on seven and nine, we don't need to worry about it. It doesn't cost you. So you can choose to add a point of team to the pool. You can take influence over the person that you protect, or you can clear a condition, which you don't currently have. Um, and I don't know if you already, you would, you would know 
faster than I would, whether or not you already have influence over Concord. Um, I, I do not. Um... So you can go with sort of building up the team, building up the team a little bit by putting a point into team, or you can uh, you can take influence over uh, over over uh, sorry over over Concord. What do you think? I'd like to take it. Concord, does it seem like he was leaping into your defense? Does that seem? Uh... Oh, yeah. oh yeah. No, that was totally what was going on. <laughs> the only reason he probably didn't have a uh, horse probably just they didn't interact very often. And now it's like, oh good, I don't know what's going on. What's happening? And it's like Jason's like deflecting everything they're saying. It's like, yes, thank you, thank you, thank you. All right. Well, no, well said. And she kind of leads a little golf clap kind of thing with the audience and get some, you know, the people, they get, what's that? Okay. Concord. That's awesome. Um, okay. Well, with three boys right here, we're going to take a quick break and then we come back. We're going to talk girlfriends. And right then. I'm getting, I'm getting word in from my subcutaneous transmitters in emergency somewhere. We have there. So as she's saying this and she's starting to say this, and we're going to talk about there's, there's a feedback buildup, um, uh, kind of happening in the inner mic or something like that. And it actually looks as though, uh, who would be, I think Harry would probably be the person to notice this since he moves so fast. You're actually seeing the sound build up so extreme that you're at the window back behind it, um, back behind you guys, uh, is actually starting to vibrate and shake. And it's, it's, it's quickly kicking up to the speed that you've learned the hard way after much scolding from your parents will break it, even safety glass. Um, and just before it's about to hit that vibrational pitch, you hear through the feedback, it kind of reforms into a different voice and says, actually, this interview is over. What do you do, Harry? Thank Christ. <laughs> and he absolutely says that. Hey, luck, it's dark side. Uh, <laughs> and he actually says that into a live mic. It's perfect. Thank Christ. 